Hey there, welcome to Following the Truth. Today is Good Friday. It's a, it's a sad day, and uh, I, I think it's an important day for us as Catholic Christians to, to, to focus on not just what Jesus suffered, because that's sad enough, but I think more importantly, what he suffered for you and me. He didn't do it for himself. He did it for us. And I think it's important to recognize that it's very sad. And if we really allow ourselves to to be placed into that, to enter into that mystery or the, the events of that day 2,000 years ago, it's possible to feel the hopelessness. We got to work at it because we know the end of the story. We know what's going to happen in three days after he died. We know he's going to rise. But if we can just try to enter into that hopeless feeling, that defeated, dejected, sad feeling that his followers felt on that day, even though he said he was going to rise, they didn't really comprehend what exactly that meant. You and I, we look at it differently because we know how the story ends. But in our own lives, we, we often face those periods of hopelessness. We often face those situations where things aren't looking good, where we don't see a way out. And you might be there right now, and I'm going to encourage you to enter into that, that Good Friday situation experienced by the Lord. Recognize that it, people weren't feeling good that day. It, was look, it looked very dark. It looked very dreary. It looked very hopeless. But it would get better. And I think that's where I want to go, or that, that is where I wanted to go with the meditation from Give Up Worry for Lent on Good Friday. I chose Romans 8.18. And listen to what Paul writes. He's wrote, he writes, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. If you are suffering right now, and there's a good chance that you are suffering from something. It might be just a minor issue. It might be a major catastrophic problem. What Paul is saying that the sufferings of the present time, whatever they may be, aren't even worth comparing to the joy that, that, that awaits us in heaven. And, you know, sometimes I think when we look at that, the fact that, yeah, there is life after death, there is eternal life in heaven after death that's promised to us by our Lord if we continue to follow him by virtue of what he, the victory he won on the cross, that's available to us. But how do we make that present to us today? Because you just might not be feeling it today. And what I would encourage you to do is just think about the fact that, yeah, this is a very sad day. We focus on what happened to Jesus but what happened to Jesus was actually, would actually result in a very incredibly good thing. He rose from the dead. He opened the gates of heaven for us. But I think more importantly in the present moment, I think this is what we need to, to understand, the fact that he's alive means that he's not dead. And the fact that he promised to be with us till the end of time is very encouraging. And the many times that he said he had pity on people is wonderful. And the fact that he loves us with an unconditional love, you put all that together and what does that mean? 
That means you have a living and risen Savior who is present with you, who, as we discussed yesterday, makes himself really fully present in the Eucharist, but also spiritually wherever you are, Jesus is with you. Remember what he said to the the frightened apostles in one of the storms at sea. It is I, do not be afraid, as he came walking to them on the water. Let that message lift you up and bring you comfort today. It is I, I'm alive, peace be with you. The first words of Jesus after he rose from the dead to his frightened apostles. Peace be with you. And I leave you with that peace today. The Lord's peace. Have a great weekend. And remember, on Sunday, he's going to rise from the dead. Talk to you then.